Generals, as usual, this podcast is brought to you by Shirt Caviar. Visit shirtcaviar.com today and pick up that exclusive One Gram Army t-shirt. And check out other t-shirt designs so sick, you won't be able to help but shirt yourself. Also, you can support this podcast directly by visiting patreon.com slash onegramarmy. Patrons receive access to exclusive content and a shout-out on each and every episode of this podcast for the life of their subscription. And now, on to the show. Welcome. Welcome to the One Grand Army Podcast. Thank you for listening to my daddy's stupid podcast. And remember, his head is full of doo-doo, so don't listen to anything he says. Generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast. Thank you for joining us again. I am Graham. My guest today, Brandon Treadaway. It rhymes. You almost forgot it. Yeah, I did. I got close to forgetting. But, yeah. well, it's the rapper in me, though. If it rhymes, I'll remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just two words joined together. That's the best way to explain it. Yeah, absolutely. I never had people misspell it until I got to the, the military. Yeah. Like, they just it blew them for a curve. They sort of added H's into it and letters. It Jesus. Ain't there. Yeah. How do you pronounce your last name? Tread away. Tread away. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. But yeah. when I tell like somebody else, like, tread a way you know what i'm saying yeah. i always want to leave out an a or add an h yeah like, hey. i got you yeah I pretty much answered anything you know i'm pretty yeah pretty <laughs> easy going in that hey, you come here yeah exactly do i don't care yeah, so um, uh, for those of you watching us on youtube uh, for both of you guys uh, brandon has been uh well i don't really know where to start me and brandon uh were in the military together many 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 moons ago, ago. Yeah. Um, we're definitely all getting older. A few pounds, a few gray hairs ago. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but Brandon, uh, the it was I guess it's been a few months ago. I discovered that you'd been doing all these sketches and all this artwork. Yeah, and the more than anything, that's why I wanted to have you on. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can see uh, a piece I purchased from him of uh, Red Fox as Fred G. Sanford. Yeah. Um I did want to ask you about that one specifically though. Like what 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 motivated you to do Fred Sanford? You know, I just uh I'll sit around and think something because you gotta kinda have a little bit of inspiration because you gotta look at these reference pictures for you know yeah. sometimes hours and hours. And it's just stuff I grew up like I, I love Sanford so oh yeah. You know what I mean? And yep. I was like, you know, what what a better character because you know he's got the scruffy hair and the, mm-hmm. you know a lot of detail you can pull from it. You know, plus it's you know Kind of something that's kind of dying out too. It's like you want to kind of keep it alive too. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good point too. Because even a lot of people our age don't really know Mm-mm. Sanford and Son. No. You know, unless you were raised right, you may not know yeah. about Sanford and Son and Red Fox. I know my dad was a huge Red Fox fan. We used to play his records at the house. Oh yeah, you know? he was he was dirty man yeah, stand uh, up. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially yeah. for his era too. Yeah. I mean, that was real. Yeah. That was real risque stuff. He for was them. probably one of the first breakout guys. You know, yeah. stand up. You know, and then Richard Pryor and everybody else kind of followed. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, old school, like vaudevillian, you know, kind of stand up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love that drawing. And I'm going to, we're going to look at some of your pictures on IG on the TV, but I'll also uh, inlay some on the YouTube page just so people can see. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of detail in that. You but know, let's not leave out his death now. It's important to know that he did die of a heart attack and he was telling everybody, <laughs> I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> they, they thought it was his show. So yeah. they just, you know, let him die. No God. big deal, man. Yeah, that's I'm terrible. Like, how, how great. I mean, I could, I could see yeah. my life playing out like yeah. that somehow. So. It, Kind of tremendously ironic, you yeah. know. He was like, "This is the big one," and everybody laughed, and then he keeled yeah, over. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was right before the IRS came and took all his stuff. He's like, "Man, they're taking my dog." <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. The IRS. Yeah. 
progress. Yeah. Taking down so many great men. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Al Capone. Yeah. All the greats, man. Yeah. <laughs> Willie Willie Nelson had his uh, you know interaction. He survived though. Yeah, Willie. he did. Kill Willie, man. No, no, no. Well, when you're that high, you don't really know what's going on anyway, no. so it's hard no. for it to bother you. No. Yeah. It's like they don't legalize marijuana. Look how long people that you know have really done that. You know, mm-hmm. the benefits from it. Yeah. Oh no, people have benefited tremendously, and as and those guys too have you know kept on kicking for a really long time. Yeah. You know, and there, but there was a time, uh, you know, Willie Nelson and um, Waylon Jennings and those guys you know it, it it's funny if you go back and look the police would always pull over their van their tour buses never found anything yeah exactly yeah it, but it was it was a few years ago willie nelson got caught with a pound of weed on his tour bus and i was like that cop is really that guy's really sharp he's yeah you know he was the new guy he's like hey look what i did i pulled over willie nelson yeah exactly yeah he yeah, i guess if you need a free one you know like yeah. if you need an easy one you pull over willie nelson's yeah, you tour got bus policeman of the month you know, yeah you get exactly. your parking space yeah, it's a sad world we live in, man. Oh, on, it, on some accounts, you know. Yeah, yeah. Although, in you know, in some respects, you just kind of got to be happy to be here to experience it. You know, yeah. the good, the and bad, like and the see, ugly. This, this really happened. Yeah, this really happened. Yeah. yeah, I mean, back to the drawing. Yeah, I just kind of sometimes it's always hard to find a good reference picture, so I mm-hmm. spend a lot of time doing that, you know. And I'll join a group on Facebook, you know, like I just joined Kurt Cobain, and they got so many pictures in there that you never see anywhere mm-hmm. else. So I see one, I'm kind of like, hey, I might do that, you know. Yeah, but uh, like detail to get that kind of detail, man, that's hours. That's the bad part, man. Like if I paid myself by the hour, I'm grossly underpaid, man. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, yeah, and I, there's so much detail to pull from on a picture like that. I mean, I can't imagine how much time it took just getting the design on his hat down. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's... it's I mean, Pretty soon you get kind of caught up in it, and I used to be bad to like, I'll get close to it and draw, and it's like, you know, I figure the closer I'm at it, you know, the, the easier it is to see the detail. Yeah. But when I would step back from it, I'm like, wait a minute, it don't, it don't hold up. So it's yeah. like you got to come in close and zoom back every so often. Yeah, I learned that lesson from Bob Ross, and uh, I nice. think he can be a good uh, teacher for a lot of people. Man. Yeah, I, well, I think Bob Ross can teach people not only about art, but about you know, like life. the life, the philosophy of being an artist. You know, yeah. what you do and don't understand. Um, like a, like how you feel about your art, yeah. you know. But although nobody makes me feel as under accomplished as an artist as Bob Ross does, because I can't imagine. You got to imagine Bob Ross was basically doing like an instructional painting show for all that time. I can't. I. I, I just wonder all the time how many garages in America are there that are covered in oil paints and all these really janky pictures of people trying to paint mountains because he made it look so effortless. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know I, what I, I mean? had a few of those canvases, too, man. I, yeah. I attempted, and it's uh, much harder than it looks. Yeah. But it's fun, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, you got to be in it for the experience. Anyway. His main thing was do it. Yeah. Do it. Just try. And that really is what anything's about. You mm-hmm. know, you just got to do it. Like we were talking about with your podcast, you just got to get out there and try to do it. Just yep. the actual process of doing it. It's well, and that's what I was mentioning when we were talking before the show. The hardest thing about doing a podcast is just doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to be willing to put it out there. Um, it's, it's different too, though, than a lot of mediums because when I'm like, when you're doing the podcast, you have to put out episodes, you know what I mean? So, 
it's different from doing like stand up comedy or something like that where, you know, everyone doesn't see you working on it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So every when I have a bad episode, it still exists. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I have to yeah. put it out. So yeah. you really do. You have to just kind of put your head down and trust the process. Well, I was at that point, too, man. I was like, well, is this good enough to put out or should I wait and try to draw mm-hmm. something better? And I got to where I was like, hey, it's art. You put it out there. Who likes it? Who likes it? And that's kind of what makes it cool, because you may hate something I'm drawing and somebody else may give me a hundred dollars for it. Yeah, exactly. Because I've almost threw away a drawing. Somebody told me, well, my ex-wife at the time, she's like, oh, you know, don't know about that one i'm like okay and i almost just threw it up well it's sold just like that there so you go like, don't listen to anybody just no. you know, just <laughs> yeah. throw it out there and if it sells it's good if it don't hey keep keep plugging yeah away. keep plugging away at it yeah well see and that was what i was going to ask you about man because everybody i know who's into art whether drawing or watercolors or anything the thing they complain most about is drawing faces and how mm-hmm. difficult it is to get those proportions you hands. know what i mean yeah hands. our hands really tough <laughs> what you? do i do with these? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it i mean it's it's just repetition like I, i've been accused of being talented and like i yeah. don't really i don't consider myself in that category because if people seen the amount of racers i've used in the papers it's just sitting down doing it like refusing to get up till you're happy with it yeah talent is somebody like you look on youtube you see a five-year-old kid and he's like playing guitar like eddie <laughs> yeah. van halen that's talent no, yeah i mean i don't have that, that you know I mean? well yeah well that's innate town but you i mean you've worked at it to the point now where i mean i'll here i'll pull some of your stuff up um what's your uh instagram handle well, people can uh, check me out it's all lowercase letters it's b way b-w-a-y underscore art a-r-t underscore Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll pull that page up right there, and that's one I just recently completed. I'm uh, was a big wrestling fan growing up, so I'm trying to go back and uh, trying different styles of art too, because that's that's uh, digital. I do that on my iPad, mm-hmm. so just you know, trying to keep stuff fresh, you know, Absolutely. not getting bogged down. Because you know, when you stare at something, uh, Chief Dan George, nice. Uh, he's in a few Clint Eastwood movies. Um, definitely old school stuff right there. Like I just draw stuff that I like or kind of inspired me. Yeah, things, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it's a lot of times people might not have no clue who these people are and stuff, but it's like, a lot of the people I draw got good stories behind them. If you look, yeah, such, as, such as Red Fox. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? Yeah, there's yeah, there's no shortage of stories behind a lot of these uh, people you've drawn. The uh, I'm just kind of clicking through some of these. I love this Alfred Hitchcock one. Were you a big Alfred Hitchcock Presents fan? You know, not really, but I respect what he did for horror because, I mean, mm-hmm. he's like the, the grandfather. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it all kind of started, you know, of course, I watched the birds as a kid, you know. Oh, like, yeah. You know, if a guy can make you fear birds, I mean, what can he not make you fear? Man? Yeah, absolutely. That's true, <laughs> you know? too. And it and the, his his brand of horror was always something that sticks with you too. You know, it's very psychological. It's always in the back of your head. Like you said, birds, I still, as an adult, when I see like a bunch of birds in a tree, it's it's impossible to not, the hair stands up on the back of my neck just a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because of what that man did to my brain. Yeah. 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 A common, you know, animal creature, you know, but in large numbers, they can do damage. Exactly. Yeah. Um, was something else I was going to ask you specifically about, um, this one, where is it? Uh, da, 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 da. There's oh, that Kurt Cobain was great. Yeah, this guy. I saw you posted this. Who is this? Oh no, you didn't just ask me who that is. <laughs> Done. No. I'm out Man, of here. This guy right here is a legend, and I can't like. He uh, was a moonshiner, world famous moonshiner from mm-hmm. like the Tennessee, North Carolina area, and uh, 
I was watching the episode of Moonshiners one day, and, and he popped up, and like I was just watching the video, and I was like, man, he kind of captivated me a lot. I was like, man, yeah. what a rebel. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he pretty much said, I'm going to make moonshine. I don't care. Yeah. He has a great story, too. I may not have time to get into it, but uh, if, if you got if, plenty of time. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, definitely look him out on uh, YouTube. He shows you how to make moonshine, the process, everything you do to it, like old school mountain man. He's like. You said his name is Popcorn. Popcorn Sutton. His real name is uh, Marvin Sutton, but he was mm-hmm. always known by Popcorn. Yeah. And they said the reason he got that name, I guess he was in a club one night and the popcorn machine didn't work, so he broke it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. hey, what what better way to get a nickname? But, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely watch him a lot on YouTube, man. He's just kind of like, he's just, you know, kind of like, this is what I'm going to do. And, of course, he's shooting the bird, and that's the way he feels. And yeah. I think a lot of people can relate yeah. to that. You oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I think there's, we as a society often <laughs> romanticize uh, people who figure out a way to make a living without working for anybody yeah you know what i mean that's definitely that's what i aspire to be yeah exactly and i mean even if it's even if it's under you know uh less than legal means we definitely as a society have always romanticized that you know you it goes it goes back to the beginning but you go back to like prohibition and all the mobsters and al capone and all those guys and how we have this romanticized view of them and then yeah same with him like you know he explains he makes the moonshot he's already paid taxes on all the ingredients Mm-hmm. The thing that he made his steel with, but the fact he turned it into alcohol and didn't give the IRS their fair share, he's a bad guy. Yeah, but in reality, he's just a cool dude, you know, trying to do his own thing, and he he really did succeed. I mean, he's widely known, even though you don't know him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and uh, of course, his death, you know, like he got caught, he was about to get busted, about to go do some time, and like he, you know, he said it was at the age he couldn't do it, so. He killed himself, mm-hmm. carbon monoxide poison, I believe. But well, he, another good story. Man. Yeah, well, and a, another story of someone going out on their own terms. Dude, I respect anybody who does you something like that. I, mean? I don't, you know, it's because yeah. it's so hard because we get so used to like, well, you know, I need a boss and I need a job and I got to do this because if I don't, I'm not going to make my car payment. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, then, that, like I said, you know, it's so appealing to so many of us, yeah. the idea of, you know, living on your own terms, not listening to what other people tell you. I mean, it even goes back to Red Fox. You know, there really wasn't anybody in comedy or even on TV who had the, you know, the filthy mouth Mm. and the attitude that Red Fox had. That's right. You know, and he he created his own kind of genre. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's something not a lot of people realize too, though, that Sanford and Son was on TV at a time when there were almost no black people on TV and it was a show with an entirely black cast, Mm -hmm. you know, and it, this auspicious beginnings of this vaudeville comedian with a dirty mouth, you know, creates one of the most popular television shows of all time. But, but I think that's cool too, because I think it opened the doors for a lot of, you know, white people that didn't mm-hmm. really know that kind of, you know, yeah. what it was like. And it's, it's like, it's funny. It's cool. You know, yeah. It's that life, humor you know? in that culture. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a little window into that. Yeah, absolutely. And, time, and like, I watch it now, and it's still funny. It's, you know what I mean? Absolutely. You well, know? funny's funny. You yeah. know what I mean? True comedy will hold up. Exactly. The test of time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's something, too, um, about the podcast, too, that I don't, I, I've always tried to avoid uh, being overly topical. You know what I mean? Because well, yeah, nowadays we're afraid we'll offend somebody. Yeah. Dude, there's people out there right now that are listening to this that are ready to oh, become offended. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? At, like, at a moment's notice. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, come on, man. You yeah. Know, you got to lighten up. Yeah. Go, go draw something. You yeah. know what I mean? Hell yeah. Go, yeah. Draw yeah. go do a podcast. You, yeah. Don't, yeah. you don't like this one? Do your own. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just crazy, man. It's like a, the generation that's coming up next, they're, they've been sheltered and protected. And, buddy, they're about to be in for a letdown. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that is a universal fact, too. I, obviously, you know, 
you can tell when someone's being offensive because they have hate in their heart and their intentions are bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. you can also tell when someone's just doing something for a goof. You know, the context is super important in what people say and what people do. And I think that there are a lot of people coming up in this generation that are incapable of recognizing the context something is being told in or recognizing the importance of joking about things that may seem serious. You yeah, know what to, I mean? To, to like lighten the mood, but yeah. you know, still get the point out there yeah. too. And, and you know, good luck in the real world finding a safe space. You know, I've, I'm still looking, man. Yeah. Or, looking. or fairness or, yeah. you know, you yeah. know, comfort in, you know, everyday life. The world doesn't work that way. No. You now, know, I would like to see people like that. They're looking for this safe space nowadays. Like, go join the military. And, uh, you yeah. know, you won't even worry about a safe space anymore because you're, I mean, you're going to get hounded, yep. but it's good, man. I mean, you yeah. need to kind of be brought down to come right back up. You know? Yeah, exactly. No, there's a benefit to all of those things, but yeah, that's, I also, now I, people who've listened to this podcast know that I'm not super concerned about offending people, but yeah. the, uh, um, the other reason I try to avoid being overly topical or talking about politics is kind of like what you're talking about because it's so oversaturated. When people listen to this podcast, I want them to hear like a good conversation and maybe get a few chuckles out yeah, of it. Yeah, learn something, you know, I'm not, something they don't know. Yeah, I'm not interested in necessarily like pontificating. I certainly don't, uh, you know, I'm regularly tell people that I don't know what I'm talking about. So why would I come on here and try and behave like I do? Yeah, you know, I'm not yeah. interested in being Rush Limbaugh no. or one it's of just, those guys. It's just your opinion or your side of what you see. Yeah, Everybody exactly. And it's way more important to me that, uh, you know, we bring the yucks uh yeah. oh and then when like you know you always got people want to bring up politics it's like no matter where you're at it seems to always kind of rear it's you know hand. yeah well it's i i think for a lot of people it's low-hanging fruit there's so many like visceral political opinions on either side of the scale neo this neo yeah. that and, and there's there's a. Uh, there are so many takes that people can just regurgitate in conversation and it makes it seem like they know what they're talking about or that they're having a real conversation yeah. when in reality, all you're doing is dividing the room, you know, and you, and you're not, you're not helping any, like you're not going to change someone's mind if they are unwilling. Like if you, two people are sitting in a room discussing something and neither one of them is willing to actually hear the point the other person's making, you're not getting anywhere. You're just yelling into the ether. Right. You know well, their I mean? mind's already made up. Yeah. You know, they're just trying to like bring their opinion on you. I just say what I know. And yeah. if you take something from it, good. If not, maybe I might take something mm -hmm. from it. Well, yeah, that's definitely how I feel. I mean, I, I, I make an attempt in those regards to be objective. Uh, but the reason I don't really, the podcast isn't, rarely gets heavy like that is because I feel like people are inundated with that. You want to escape that. Exactly. Unless you're work here and all that kind of mess. You want to, you know, yeah. relax, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I did, there's a, there's a classic video of the people who are longtime viewers of this podcast will uh -oh. recognize this um do you know who jean michel basquiat is he was an artist from like the 80s he's like i a, don't but i feel like i probably should yeah no well, no i mean i don't we, we'll take a look at one of his pieces here um the i hope i don't get offended yeah i'm gonna try my best to not <laughs> offend you but the uh well really the artwork is kind of secondary to this video one of the things that we do a lot on this podcast is listen to people with funny accents i don't oh, know that's me man yeah that's I, me. yeah there you go in case, in case you guys are wondering i'm from a small town you know that's yeah. why the 
But the, uh, and I don't know why that tickles me so much. It's just one of those weird things that gets stuck in my head is when people have like funny foreign accents. It just makes me chuckle. I don't think that like I'm smarter than them or there's yeah. anything wrong with them. Yeah. Well, it well, just my, cracks my girl, me up. she's from Australia, you know. Big oh. shout out to all my friends down under. But, yeah. you know, just some of the accent, like, you know, we both speak English. Like, I might say a word. She's like, what's that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this guy, I, I don't know where this gentleman's from but he's discussing a piece of art by john michel basquiat uh which was like sort of like a commentary on uh it's called the irony of the negro policeman uh the and it's like sort of about the irony of a black police officer but all of that is secondary to this guy's uh analysis of the painting oh that's beautiful oh hold on i gotta change the audio output here you can tell we're live uh let's see here make sure we're hearing it on you know, the I'm podcast. just gonna I'm just gonna guess but I wanna venture to say that piece didn't take long to make. It doesn't I might, look I might like be it. wrong on that. <laughs> it doesn't look I like it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it has to be frustrating. Modern art has to be tremendously frustrating for you, a- right? A- abstract art, I'm still trying to understand it, man. I'm yeah. trying to get there. Maybe I'm not smart enough to get there. I try to respect it because art's yeah. art, but it's kinda like hmm Yeah. How know? much time did you put into that? Yeah. I've seen one guy man he, he uh, Jean Michel Oh, uh, he he made a, a a bucket like a bucket thing that just released color, and he just slung it out on a rope over some paper. Voila! Yeah, masterpiece. Oh, so, yeah, and some of those sell for a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I tell you, I got mad one time because I was trying to get into the whole selling aspect. So I looked at eBay to see what other art was selling, and I seen stuff that was selling higher than mine that looked like a five year old kid drew mm-hmm. it, and it was it was gay porn. You know, I'm like, yeah, you know, nice. You know, n- nothing. I mean, stuff <laughs> stuff with a dick on it will sell. You know, you know, Red yeah. Fox may not sell, but you know, yeah. Stick Man with a big penis, <laughs> it's gone, man. It, well, and that's the thing too is probably people aren't buying that ironically because I'd buy Stick Man with a big penis because it make me laugh. Yeah. Are you a size? <laughs> King yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is not a piece of artwork that looks like it took particularly long to make but this guy's accent is hysterical let's do it Basquiat's irony of Negropolis man he's a sharp critic Uh-oh. on member oh, of his own Russian, race Russian can't tell, by depicting the Negropolis maybe. man he's making a conscious effort to show off African America <laughs> All controlled by the white majority in America. Oh, it man. is really hard. We, we got to figure out this guy's totally ironic that yeah. any African American will be a policeman, walking to enforce rules that were meant to enslave themselves. The figure in the paintings is a totalitarian black mass with a mask-like face and hat resembling a cage. All right, we're going to get into On the right sentence here in a second. Oh, the world, irony of Negropolis, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the bottom awesome. right of the painting is the wall, Pound. Clearly, stating Basquiat's opinion on the ridiculous position of Negropolis. <laughs> I right? cannot tell where that guy yeah. is from. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like maybe he was a Russian that was born in France or something. Yeah. It, there, there's a Russian kind of, like a Ukrainish kind of. Yeah, there does seem to be sort of like an Eastern European brogue there, but he sounds like, he sounds, he, the accent's a bit pretentious too, which is what made me think maybe it's French. Yeah. Basquiat found it her totally ironic that honey African <laughs> Listen American to all those H's in that sentence. Listen to that <laughs> sentence again. <laughs> There's almost no H's in that sentence, and he put a bunch Basquiat of them in there. found it. Her totally ironic that honey African-American will be a policeman. And then I made wow. this. Wow. Policeman. 
network. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that's uh, that's one of our favorites around hey, here. Just though. out of curiosity, does it show how many views that video's got? Uh, I can certainly look I it up. Know who, uh, how many people are listening to this? Uh, well, you know that video actually that was one uh, that a listener sent to me. Let me see if I can pull that back up. Because you know you really got a strain to even make out anything he's really saying. Like yeah. So like he's adding like a lot of letters that aren't there. Well, and that's one that I would have thought would have been you know memed that would have had the hell memed out of it at this point, but <laughs> it's uh, only two thousand views. And I run And I'm willing to bet that about a thousand of them are yours. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. I, I can see that because you, you kind of dissected it. You know. Yeah. And it's like he's really speaking with passion, even though. Oh he, yeah. You know, I just can't we don't know what, what he's, he's saying. saying yeah. Know? He no. He yeah. I mean it. When I showed it to Tony, when I first started playing that clip on the podcast, he was like, you know, the guy is making reasonable points. I just can't understand what the hell he's saying. Yeah. He could work at any major airline, man. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, you can call up any airline. It don't matter. And I suggest people try this at home just if they're bored. Mm -hmm. And you cannot understand anything any of them are saying. That is absolutely you know, accurate. You can. And I'm just yeah. like, damn. I mean, so. It's helpful yeah. when you need customer service and yeah. you can't understand yeah. what the person's hey, I'm saying. A, I'm stranded in Egypt. Oh, can we help you, sir? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get yeah. you home. No, yeah. This, I, I, like I said, it's one of the weird things that's evolved in the history of this podcast is this weird obsession I have with strange accents. And I don't know where it came from. Really? I don't know why I think it's so funny. Uh, I mean, a lot of it is, especially when you bring profanity into it. It's like, okay, yeah. that's a whole different level. Yeah, right? exactly. Fuck you, Duffy! Yeah, let me see if I can find this other one for you real quick, because we are... We're actually getting pretty close to time. See, it flies by, man. It does. You know what I mean? It does. Like, I figure I haven't covered too much, but I've rambled on quite a bit. No, that's good. That's Might what, have to what do we're here two, for. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you have standing invitation. Uh, you're always welcome back. I don't... Uh... I, I, I don't know that we covered necessarily everything we wanted to cover this go around. Yeah. And my microphone's well, I mean, up really loud. Yeah, when I got the invite, I was kind of like, wow, you know, I've, I've arrived here. I'm on the verge of something big now. You yeah, know? absolutely. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Probably we should plug these things. So <laughs> Definitely check me out on uh, Instagram. Like I said, lowercase letters, B-Y-B-W-A-Y underscore art, A-R-T underscore. If you don't have that, shame on you, because you should have uh, Facebook, and that's capital B-W-A-Y-A-R-T. And as soon as you pull it up, I'm pretty much the only, you know, major artist. But yeah. <laughs> it, it should pull it right up, and uh, you can see my work, and that'll give you a link to my eBay. Okay. And um, yeah, most, that's, my, I wonder where your most, store most was. Most all my prints, uh, they're six fifty a piece. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not getting rich off this stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not yet. This is to, where it starts, man. Yeah, they need to buy it now because in a few years, if I get famous, you're not going to be able to afford this. Guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it's all reasonable. You know, you might find something you like. I've got a pretty big library you know yeah absolutely so yeah and out. i was looking through some of your prints they look great um and i do in encourage people to go check your art out it, and now the or do you do you usually sell the originals or do you mostly do the prints i do i do sell the originals of course they're higher price yeah you know, I mean, absolutely gotta do it. Yeah. i used to sell them dirt cheap but i was like hey this has got to stop you know there's got to be a, a lot of effort yeah. into that man yeah because i'm like i'm not trying to be cocky but you're not going to find that level of detail for the price I offer absolutely not and i mean you know no, and it's not I, I don't mean to be cocky because, yeah. you know, because me, I still look at, like, I got a lot of work to do to get to where I want to be, but mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I got to start somewhere, you know. Yeah, I mean? well, and you're certainly at the point now, even if you're, you know, you know, you don't want to take yourself too seriously, those, your work is phenomenal. These things that I've that. seen have been, I, are 
breathtaking some of these that oh, I, that I fred sanford it. that was when i saw that i was like i have to have this and i don't want to print yeah. you know what i yeah, mean yeah. like it is, well, I, I mean i appreciate it you and know? i doubt i'm going to be the only person who that who's that's going to resonate with and i think that speaks to, i think that's uh speaks to your selection of subject matter yeah. it's things that people yeah. are going to feel passionate about yeah. too things they remember from being a kid especially that like run of wrestling uh old school wrestling things you've done yeah. as we sort of start to get older the market for that kind of nostalgia is limitless yeah you know so it's like it's kind of good and bad in one way because it's mm -hmm. like the people that are there will pay for it but you know, like the the popcorn Sutton, the, the drawing you just showed a while ago that was one of my not my newest actual mm -hmm. black and white drawings and I had another drawing of him, and it's like my number one seller, man. And it's like the person I thought that people would probably know the least sells the most. Yeah. Well, and it, a lot of times, too, though, because I'll pull that one back up, because it's not like there's an attitude in this drawing that, like, even if you don't know who the guy is, it's very appealing. And you captured that look and that, yeah, you there, know. There's that, a story, like a long, hard life behind it. You know yeah, I mean? like, you can definitely tell from looking at it. No no silver spoon. No. Can, will you look on there and see if, if the other popcorn Sutton drawings on Let's there, Graham? That can kind of give the idea of the people an idea how far I came. As far as because the other one should be on there. On down. On down. There's Freddie G. Yeah. And it is not on there. Shame yeah. on me. It looks like, well, yeah, I was going to say, it looks like you cleaned up some of the older stuff. But yeah. I, I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that either, though, because yeah. uh, you want to, uh, you know, you want to put your best foot forward. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? If yeah. I if I could go back and delete hundreds of episodes of this podcast, I would. <laughs> yeah. But don't, because, I mean, like, your viewers, like, they want to hear that. They want to hear where you came from. Yeah, exactly. It helps. It makes me feel better, too, because occasionally I'll get bored and I'll go back and listen to yeah. an episode that I did a hundred episodes ago. And yeah. you really can see the progression. And they're your memories, and you got yeah. them on tape. Exactly. Know? And I used to drink really heavily when I did this podcast. I don't podcast. believe that. <laughs> I do not believe that. I don't believe drink. it. I Dude, when we first started doing the podcast, I would like the next day when I would post it, I would listen to it, and it was like I, I wasn't even there. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it it's like, amazing. Like, I did that. Yeah, it's like but, listening to someone else's podcast because <laughs> I don't remember what the hell we were talking about. When you when you hit me up about the Freddie G uh, um, drawing, um, yeah. it, it brought back memories, you know, and stuff. It's like the last memory I have of him, we were getting escorted out of a club. Together. Yep. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Yep. And, oh uh, god. Like, yeah. Those the days when we all used to go to the bar all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Friends on the hill, but they <laughs> yeah. were only there because you were yeah, you know what i mean exactly. like, well what time does friends open up well what time does graham get here yeah. <laughs> and that was true man it was you true. know it's funny though too you mentioned that the guy i'm doing the podcast with now is like a part owner and bartender at friends because you know they cleaned friends up quite a bit it ain't like it was when we used to really? go there I, God, dude yeah. i don't even drink anymore that's yeah. how far i feel but yeah you know, absolutely i'm just glad to be alive you know yeah we some of those a lot of those times all right some of those are memories I have to shout out of my head in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are, give me yeah. anxiety. Like, yeah. how did we survive any of that? Yeah. yeah. No, they definitely, yeah, I was a staple of that place. I was putting that guy's kids through college. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but mentioning, uh, speaking of these funny accents, I'm going to play you this guy and then we'll uh, start wrapping it up unless you got something else. Uh, I did want you to hear this guy's accent, though. This is an Irish gentleman. I want to just. Just wanted to see if you could understand anything this guy's saying. Okay, okay. Fine national, that's right then. You want me? Fine national. Last Saturday, Mikey Joe O'Shea brought his flock of Scotch sheep. Yeah, that's a news guy. You can hear this guy. He discovered over 50 were missing. Allowing for a number of deaths and strays, Mikey is convinced over 45 sheep have been stolen. 
possible. Well, night, somebody be a full moon well, night, and it should be a bright out, and could anyone go up in the mountains But why are they well, painted, night, though? I mean, they're different colours. Well, like oh, I think they have sheep missing, making the lambs, and you're with the sheep, just can't... I think that Bad. that is, uh, I think that's kind of like branding, you know, for sheep, oh. I guess you paint oh, yeah. them, maybe. Yeah, so you know they're Cut the yours. wool to steal them. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't My know. My sheep's are red and uh, blue. Yeah, you would know your sheep's by the color, but. If sheep missing, like, in the lambs, I, I think it's pretty safe to say it'd be easier to understand the sheep than him. People nothing. Mikey's next door neighbor says some of his sheep have also been stolen. Come back, come back, come back. Well, they probably don't know that he's calling them. You know what I mean? Like they probably they don't understand what he's saying. They're like, why is a strange man chasing? Go at night, some moonshine night. Just put the dog around him, put him on a trailer, and walk him. Wow. wow. Yeah, what that guy said. Wow, huh? that's amazing, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because it is English. You know, uh, I guess it depends on how you look at that too. Yeah. Though. Like you said, the one guy earlier, he was just adding letters. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, he was just adding extra H's when, and stuff. When in doubt, add a H. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think that's was all. I, oh, I do need to remind listeners though. Uh, I know at the top of the podcast, I always remind people to visit shirtcaviar.com. Um, there are some new designs up. I'm wearing one now, but uh, in part of our partnership with shirtcaviar.com, you can now get 10% off your order by using the promo code OGA, which is short for one gram army. And you probably already figured that out. But I did want to make sure everybody was aware that there's a new promotion going on. Don't forget, go there, get the exclusive one gram army t-shirt. Um, I may put Tony in touch with you though, because there may be a... Uh, some synergy there if Connection. he could put your art on t-shirts you know yeah uh, i've definitely looked into it like some of the 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 color ones the, with the wrestlers i thought that might be pretty cool to do. yeah those are the ones specifically i was thinking is yeah. maybe just a, like a line of those wrestling yeah. shirts i don't know how that works as far as selling them Marketing, as t-shirts yeah, yeah and like licensing oh, you can't sell, yeah it's, it's a whole nother world too though, yeah you know yeah, with slogans and stuff because you know somebody's just waiting to sue you. You know what I mean? It's oh like, yeah. Of course, I'm not famous enough to sue. They'd have to wait yeah. for a little while. Yeah, I the only yeah the only thing I run into is the copyright strikes on uh, the YouTube channel, but it's just the algorithm picks them up sometimes, especially when I play other people's videos. Yeah. Uh, but YouTube's actually chilled out about that now. You don't get a strike. They just the whoever created the original video. Uh, gets a message and if you if you monetize the video they just get a taste of it too mm -hmm. which is better than i guess you know being deplatformed which i'm sure is in my future yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe not maybe not i mean yeah. i think they'll ban you but maybe they'll let you back on depending on your offense you know yeah that's true too but you yeah i'd be pretty bad because i listen to this one and i mean he's he hates trump and i mean he just you know i'm yeah. surprised he hadn't locked the guy up you know what yeah. I mean? like it's, it's pretty bad so yeah yeah they let him back with the that, secret but, service coming to looking for him yeah, yeah. i mean it's, it's bad absolutely threats well i certainly appreciate you coming buddy i thank you for having me man. yeah it's, absolutely. it's been fun just uh, getting to catch up with you yeah and seeing you in forever it's a good time those, yeah, yeah absolutely Definitely have to get together and do something again yeah oh well yeah and i'll have you back again um and it uh maybe uh any lack of coherency though is on me is my fault i was up oh, kind of i was up late last <laughs> yeah. night uh yeah. watching that tyson uh, fury fight the big dosa did you see the big dosa get, yeah. get, get smashed yeah i couldn't believe that i Dude, I, could, I, could, I couldn't believe how bad Deontay Wilder looked last night. I was night, trying to, to figure out was it Deontay being bad or was it Tyson being good? Yeah, it's because you, you've never seen Deontay go backwards. Mm -mm. Ever. And it was, and but it, when he was going backwards, and Tyson, like Deontay hit him twice, I believe, in that first mm -hmm. round, and Tyson took it. And I think that's like, 
I think Deontay's like, uh oh. Yeah, well, and then uh, Fury busted his eardrum open too, yeah. real early in the fight, and you could yeah. tell he was wobbled because he probably had no equilibrium yeah. either. Yeah, it, was done. it speaks to his toughness that he hung in there for yeah. that many more rounds after yeah. you know he's bleeding yeah. out Anthony of his ears. Anthony Joshua would quit instantly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now it's gonna. Th- I guess that's the exciting thing about what's going on with the heavyweight division right now is that you're gonna watch Tyson. Tyson Fury's now gonna get to fight Anthony Joshua. I don't think he's gonna I, I make it out Joshua of the third will round, fight him, man. Because yeah. I mean that. that they always act like they act like they wanted to fight Wilder, dude. Mm-hmm. Even even Wilder would have KO'd Joshua. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think though the silver lining for me with Wilder losing to Fury is that we may get to see Deontay Wilder fight Ruiz, which would be hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> but see, the, the the thing that used to bug me about Deontay, man, his power is second to none. No, he's but the dude can't else. box a lick. Yeah, he can't see, hit a lick. Yeah, and that was like you were saying last night. He was spent so much time moving backwards, and I mean, from the first round, was he was on, on the, the the defensive, and the man doesn't duck. He doesn't put his hands up. He was really having trouble defending himself right out of the gate because he was looking for that opening, you know, to, to deliver that kill shot. And the whole time, Fury was just tearing his ass up. Yeah, because you can't. I mean, you can't do that you know mm-hmm. what i mean you can get away with that to a certain level and then you gotta actually be like okay this punch is not working next yeah and then he looked really tired he did because you see the one time where uh tyson hit him to the body and i mean he moved him yeah he, i mean he like yeah. literally just pushed him over yeah like, yeah he knocked him down with a, a body shot at one point and you could tell that that was uh the clock was ticking I, the end was pretty anticlimactic but i didn't realize until this morning that they threw in the towel i thought the referee called yeah. the fight because he yeah. couldn't defend himself i was sitting anymore. on facebook i was like the, uh, they were saying he was robbed you know they stopped it early i'm yeah. like no i mean he's cornered and yeah. that, that's the best way you know what i mean because yeah his corner didn't want to see him take the one. It was getting kind of bad. It was getting real ugly. Yeah. And I mean, he was defending himself to an extent and probably could have kept fun, But he was just, you know, he was barely out on his feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, that was a great fight. I'm a big Tyson Fury, big boxing fan. If, if you if you can't tell, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, I w- spent a lot of time watching boxing when I was younger, uh, and then kind of watching Floyd Mayweather come up. I used to be one of those people that was like, man, I really enjoy the technical aspects of the sport. Floyd Mayweather kind of took that from me because yeah. it turns out I do kind of want to see people get knocked out at some point. Yeah, you know yeah, it'd I be mean? not. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the Floyd Mayweather is, you know, second to none. He's a great fighter and obviously one of the greatest defensive tacticians and businessmen as far as who he picks to fight. But right. it is not very entertaining. Well, the thing about it is, like, I, I'm not a Floyd fan, but I got to respect him because, dude, what people don't realize is he fought so above his normal weight. I mean, the guy started, I believe, at like Feather, Junior Feather. Yeah. He was a small dude. So as he went up, his power left, and mm-hmm. he had brittle hands. Yeah. So he couldn't unleash much, but, I mean, he could outbox anybody. Probably yeah. still could, you know. Because, I mean, yeah. he made Pacquiao look like an amateur. Yeah. And I was really pulling for Pacquiao, but it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Know? Well, and seeing that is also kind of one of the things that took me out uh, until the last few years where the heavyweight division has become watchable again. One of the things that kind of took me out of it was I felt like the Floyd Mayweather thing was handled poorly. Because even when he did finally fight Pacquiao, it oh, felt yeah. like that was 10 years too no, late it, it anyway. I mean, it's you know money. what I mean? It was money. Yeah. Because, I mean, there was one time they were supposed to fight. I thought, this is going to happen. Then, like, five, six years later, mm-hmm. they finally fought. And it's, you know. And people are like, oh, I want to see part two. I'm like, I would not pay a dime. No. I heard the, the Fury fight last night was like 80 bucks. I didn't pay for it. Oh, I didn't pay and for I'm it. And I'm not either. going to because it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's like a video game almost console. You know what I'm yeah. like? Come on, guys. Well, you know what? I, 
because I uh, that D A Z N website. Um, it's yeah. Oh like, yeah. This this crashing. Yeah. Exactly. See. So I paid because uh, I paid to watch the Ru- the Ruiz fight on that, and I paid to watch uh, Wilder fight. Uh, what's the older guy? Um, Ortiz. <laughs> the older guy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I but I watched. I paid for both of those fights because it was like twenty bucks, and I was like, you know what? I'll pay twenty bucks to yeah. watch this fight. Yeah. The number to watch a fight is not eighty dollars for me. Yeah. I'm streaming no, no, no. it. <laughs> well, see, they were trying to do that to try to get costs down because pay-per-views are ridiculous. But, yeah. you know, it kind of fell because their cash cow was Canelo, and he's the chosen one now. He's going to yeah. get the nitpick who he wants. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. I talk forever about boxing. No, that's I'm fine. Sorry to get you wound up. No, I, yeah, no, I've, uh, I'm excited to discuss it because I know nobody around here talked about fighting. <laughs> we're uh, we're one of the few people that do watch it. But yeah, I'm yeah. a big Fury fan because he's a big advocate for mental health. I mm-hmm. love it, dude. Yeah. So many people suffer from it, and like he's got a big forum and he takes advantage of it. You know, dude, did you see though when that psycho was licking his blood? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, that's Fury. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think he was man. actually licking it, but he was. No, he was. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was making you know, a statement. Yeah. He, but did you see when they were had him with his brother, and he was all fun? Like yeah. he's, just, he's just a funny dude. No, man. he is a funny dude, and I loved the singing. And what would he came out to something real goofy? Uh, oh, he came out to Patsy Klein last You're night. You're kid. I didn't. I said I didn't yeah, watch did see that. the walkouts. Yeah, well, he came out on "Carried on a Throne to Crazy" by Patsy Klein. Crazy. Yeah, that's a good song though. Oh man. yeah, no, I'm not hating the man, but it was yeah. a weird walkout for a yeah. <laughs> boxing yeah. match. Yeah, the, there was one guy, he came out, like an MA fight, like he came out to a, a Madonna song. It wasn't a, like a virgin, but it was... Uh, Probably Vogue or something, yeah. No, it was one of her, other, I can't think of it, it was just funny. I mean, yeah. just so much weird stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Man. And Deontay Wilder cracks me up too with those masks and all Deontay those... Deontay Wilder. It's getting out of hand now, Yeah, though. it is The first silly. Tyson Fury fight, he was pushed it, but he's, you yeah. know, he's full-blown into himself. Yeah, he's no, yeah. Character. But that is the one thing, too, though, that I appreciate about Deontay Wilder uh, is that the man has... He has kind of just put his head down and fought. You know, you don't really hear oh, from him a lot. He's not on the internet talking shit. You don't. He's, he, he's a good dude in a way. That's why yeah. it's like I want to hate him. The only thing I hate about him, like I said, is you know his power is such a blessing. He didn't have to learn how to box. Yeah, you know, it's kind of well. He, it, he got away with it for a while because the heavyweight yeah. division. Let's be honest, it's weak. Yeah, I mean yeah. your four guys are you know uh, Wilder, AJ, uh, uh, Fury. And I don't even maybe um, maybe, maybe Ruiz, Ruiz maybe. yeah. But he came in. That's only if he's not. That Anthony Joshua fight was tremendously anticlimactic. That guy came in so fat. Yeah, I'm like, why would Joshua not step on it and just knock him out? He, that made him look worse than losing. Yeah, if it he was so boring. Yeah, well, that's well. I think that that probably was the game plan for Joshua was don't get in, do not get near him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't you? Because because that is one thing. Ruiz has a brick for a right hand, and if yeah, he's and fast, Anthony man. Joshua just seems kind of glass jawed to me. Dude, that first fight, it was weird because I'd never seen in like the press conference way, and uh, AJ let Ruiz hold his belts. What champion? does that yeah and then the next day like anthony joshua was standing in the background he was like yeah like where he's got his belt i'm like dude don't you care like, yeah i'm just glad it was over it was weird yeah it was very really strange weird. Like, yeah. and he basically gave up so yeah I mean, he was just ready to get back to his tacos and modelos and sit on the couch because <laughs> yeah apparently that guy too after he beat joshua the first time oh he celebrated re- like for yeah. a while yeah <laughs> i'm interested he's probably about broke yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that man was buying Bentleys, and you know yeah. he was going all over the world. So, but I actually won. I, I believe I bet on I bet on him to beat Joshua. Cause, yeah, because I mean, sometimes I bet if the odds are so ridiculous, I'll have yeah. to bet. You know, well, it's like betting college football sometimes, where it's like the spread is too ridiculous yeah, not like, to I mean, lay a, a little dollar, on I mean, it. Heck, that's ten bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's better than a scratch off. <laughs> yeah, well, and the, some of those college football spreads will be like sixty points, and I'm like, they'll cover. You know, yeah. <laughs> like what do yeah. you what is the a forty five point spread against a Ohio State or something like almost any team on any given Saturday is going to cover that kind of a spread. You can't trust the NFL, but yeah. college you can sometimes pick them. Uh, but yeah, you know what? As a matter of fact, too, uh, next time you next time you come, uh, maybe we'll schedule it around the next big fight. Hey man, and I'm can, all about it. We can, I'm all about some controlled violence. Yeah, absolutely. We talk a little boxing. Maybe uh, it'll be a fury fight, you know, so we can use the word dosa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> big dosa. Yeah, but uh, yeah, good fight and good talk, man. I really appreciate hey, it, man. man. I can do this for everybody. It's been uh, good being here, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you're welcome back anytime. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, don't forget, you can visit Patreon.com/slash/OneGramArmy and shoot me a couple ducats, and I'll keep doing this. Uh, and don't forget to check out Brandon. I'll put all his links in the show notes. And good night, everyone. Welcome. One gram. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast. Welcome. One gram. Welcome. One one gram. Welcome. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast.